take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from 150 episodes of artistically curated perfection to masterfully delivered phallus comedy, adult beverage pairings, and interviews too sensual for an HR department. Ooh. Mm. That's right, motherfuckers. It has been 150 episodes of this shit. Uh, 150 glorious, glorious episodes. Well, like Hmm. 80 or so glorious episodes. All right, all right. (laughs) Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> let's 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 not pat ourselves on the back. Those <laughs> first thirty, I don't even know what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> they will probably disappear. I mean, do we do we do we know what we're doing now? Really, dude? Compared to then, yes. <laughs> I'd like. To uh, so. Anyway, I know, I know. I hate to say it, guys, but I have listened to a couple of the really early episodes, and they're kind of rough. Yeah, they're <laughs> fucking brutal. I wasn't just, even just, there for the just, first couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to uh, <laughs> just to just to give out some constructive criticism. But all right, 150 episodes of this fucking bullshit. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, and, I am Phil. With me is Frank, Yo, Mike, Yo, and Sam. And do 150 more. God, I'm so excited about this. If you couldn't tell by my sing-song inflection, I'm very, very excited and feeling fat and sassy, recovering from a fucking vicious hangover. Oh, God. Yeah. I think, like, last night, I think all I was doing was just, like, screaming at you guys in the group chat about how drunk I was. It was pretty fun. Yes. Yes, yeah. you were. Hang in there, kitty. <laughs> Uh, anyway, stop stop making fun of my cat. She's nice. If this is your first time listening, we are here to talk about all of the new metal and hardcore that you should be listening to at thepit.com, patreon.com slash from the pit. Sam, why don't you get us started this week? Oh, you got it. Uh, so anyone who's familiar with this band uh, is going to be taken right back to like 2007 when people actually knew who they were. And the fact that they're not still really doing music anymore is kind of sad. But we do have a release from 2014. Uh, actually, the the anniversary of this album will be coming up in just a couple days, released on May 12th, 2014. So, uh, Tom, why don't you just roll it? <laughs> Everything as long as it's free I want your love Now I'm gone, I want 
I like the original of that. I don't know if I like it as done metaled up. Oh, I kind of dug it. I mean, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking Lady Gaga mark, like mm. straight up, uh, big man. <laughs> I, I, I appreciated how goofy that shit. Is. <laughs> well, I think, I think that's kind of the point, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> clearly, look at these fucks. I mean, <laughs> the, I mean, this, this is a band who goes by the moniker Ten Masked Men, and they're their gimmick actually it's it's one of the it's one of the better gimmicks i've seen uh because we all know that gimmick bands are usually terrible they're almost always fucking awful but 10 masked men for i think just about 10 years straight they started in like 2004 and yeah this last one came out in 2014 so yeah that was uh they've been around for a while and that was uh (laughs) their cover from their 2014 album revenge of the 10 masked men of uh lady gaga's bad romance not uh not too shabby right i'm all right with that <laughs> yeah yeah you know I what i think i like it more now that i know that's like their thing they do covers yeah yeah I'm, they're they're entirely self-aware like like the the dudes I, in this band they know how silly they oh are. my god i need to hear rhythm of the night ymca and golden eye in this what style. you really what you really need to hear is their cover of "Live in La Vida Loca," which All right, I'm just gonna fine. I'm just gonna say right off the bat is a thousand times better than the original. I mean, these like motherfuckers finished this album out with a metal cover of "Minnie the Moocher." For <laughs> fuck's sake! Yeah, you've sold me completely on this concept. I like it. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully Frank has the sense of humor to get into it too. I'll get I'll get some laughs, but you know. I mean, I remember a day when we brought in Swashbuckle and complained at them about not knowing how to have fun. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of Swashbuckle, but I am a very big fan of the Ten Masked Men. I actually rediscovered them recently when I saw somebody post one of their really old videos. Actually, um, this is one of the first bands I think I ever found on YouTube back in like 2006. we're we're talking like a year after uh youtube launched yeah the pioneer days yeah this that i remember finding this band like randomly on youtube uh i think i god i had to have been like a sophomore or a junior in high school so i mean it just it makes me feel fucking old yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I, I'm i just learning about this, but it definitely reeks of that fucking, like, mid-2000s nostalgia. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I can get down with, and that was when shit like this was fun, before mm-hmm. there were bands like I Prevail who cover every fucking Taylor Swift single oh, that comes out. <laughs> that's, that initially, before I saw the song choices, that's why I was like, I don't know, man, like, covers of pop songs are are sometimes really not cool but that track list is awesome well it it also helps that the dudes from 10 masked men are like genuinely talented guys too mm-hmm. like they i mean you can you can tell these guys are professionals even if well, they're even that even co- if they're what they're doing is ridiculous you know even that cover wasn't your paint by numbers metalcore washover yeah exactly so. uh 
Yeah, no, this is this is pretty heavy business. I'm all right with this. <laughs> and I'm I'm telling everyone right now, you need to hear their cover of "Living La Vida Loca." It will just it'll complete your life. I mean, it's they, that good. They did some fucking Olivia Newton John on this shit. <laughs> some fucking O N J. I'm all right with that. Yeah, yeah, like these. These guys go fucking everywhere in the pop realm. They'll just they'll cover whatever the fuck they want. And they have God, they've got like five albums. Yeah, they have. Sh- oh, wait, actually, they have shit going back to 1998. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's all right. I'm going to be spending some time with this shit. I'm probably going to be yeah. real fucking drunk by the time I get home. <laughs> uh, Pastor, uh. my fucking roommate with this. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I'm I'm sure he'll appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so you can go to ten maskedmen.bandcamp.com. You can find all their shit. Like I said, they've been they've been doing this since 1998. So, you know, here's to hoping they put out something else soon. The uh, I will say though, the gaps between their albums are pretty significant. Where, the God, one of them's like between their last album and the one before that. The one before that came out in 2008. So. I mean, real talk, you can get the whole thing for fucking 10 pounds, like their whole fucking discography. Uh, Yeah. Everyone who listens to this episode, I want you this week to go buy that fucking discography, and when they see that sudden influx of purchases, maybe it'll drive them to do a new album. Yeah. God, please do it. I'm considering doing it myself. Uh, Sam so. opens fifty accounts. I would have to get fifty credit cards and I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that would lead into some sort of fraud charge, but I don't know. Outlaw. Probably just a lot of debt. Yeah. Well I mean couple couple hundred dollars worth of debt anyway. So Oh God. So moving right along, uh to continue uh to continue being a little bit silly. God, I just I can't get over this fucking this fucking cover. We're gonna take a listen to a, a band I found recently called Apraxic with their uh, off of their <laughs> their uh, their EP from, <laughs> from June of last year. I'm sorry, this is so fucking so fucking dumb. I can't get over it. I love it. Off of their off of their EP Gun Eye Implant. <laughs> Actually, it's a demo, not an EP. Sorry. So we're gonna take a listen to this called Corpse Cure. Shut up. Play it, Tom. This shit doesn't fucking play. No, no, no. I was, I was all about that. I'm, I'm ready to go. Right. <laughs> all jazzed up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, what the fuck more do you want? It's a, it's, it's this weird amalgamation of 
death metal power violence and hardcore like f- fucking what more do you need Dude, it's beautiful and they they fucking they they meld that so well uh there there were you know 30 seconds in things were catching me off guard yes uh and frank they got a fucking cassette home i know <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 another gimmick on this show we've never acknowledged is that we every single one of us always has to tell Frank that there's a tape. I know. <laughs> I mean like 99% of what we cover there are they have fucking vinyl releases. No one says Phil they got vinyls. It's true. But we we got to tell Frank there's fucking cassettes. Well, look, to be to be fair uh, cassettes are the silliest of the formats. So, it's, you know. This is true. It, it's a very odd culture. Wouldn't Yeah. Motherfuckers paying like Five hundred dollars for fucking specific models of Walkman and shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> Y'all are fucking yeah. nuts. Yo, <laughs> there was one that I was like, I wanted to pick up, and at the time it was like three sixty, and I was like, Nah, let me wait a bit. And I was like, okay, the motherfuckers up to like eight hundred now. Oh God. And I'm like, Fuck! Shit, you should have bought that and sold it, right? That, yeah. And I'm like, Fuck me. Like, <laughs> What was it? Which which uh, which album was it? Uh, we were at this is hardcore last year, and I think it was Hellhammer. Frank who ran a, yeah, uh, wasn't it like an OG, wasn't it like an OG Hellhammer tape? Are you talking about the uh, just the insane eBay one or the one at this is hardcore? The one at this is hardcore. Oh no, that was a uh, that was for Mayhem. That's like sixty bones. Oh oh damn. Yeah. I'll be honest. Uh, none of Mayhem shit is worth. Nope. That's no. why at first I mean, like. They, his, yeah, like, they have some good. Sh- they have some good shit, but there is nothing I would pay more than fifteen bucks for. They had a thing where it was like, you know, most tapes five bucks, and I'm like, and I saw that, and I was like, oh, oh cool, and I was like, how much for that? And he's like, oh, it's sixty bucks. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> I'll be totally honest. Um, uh, I think the cooler purchase made that day was when Mike uh, got the Jurassic Park soundtrack for his fiance on tape i honestly thought i will contend to this day that that was a far cooler purchase <laughs> she really liked it i know i like i was stoked i was stoked that you found it I'm like oh you're such a good fiance like <laughs> yo but fucking uh a praxic here yo. yeah God. yeah Damn. no a praxic a praxic or fucking tight i really <laughs> hope to i i hope to see even more from these guys this uh this uh came out in january of or uh no june of 2018 sorry i might you know the vision isn't what it used to be uh so they haven't really done they haven't really done anything in about a year or so but here's to hoping that ends soon yeah i mean hopefully they've been uh they've been you know in that newbie phase of of just doing opening slots and shit trying Mm -hmm. to get some attention uh but i can't i can't ignore this one comment that says (laughs) i can't wait to see where they go from here. <laughs> uh, some people some people really some people really should be banned from band camp and this guy's one of them. Let's let's hope the next uh next release is something along the lines of like penis rifle prosthetic. <laughs> oh man. A praxic. We just gave you your next fucking title. What up? Yeah. So Hopefully, uh, hopefully the Apraxif guys take that up and uh, credit Frank and the uh, liner. And the <laughs> That's a good one. That is pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> See the shit just, that goes on know, in my head. I mean, I hate, I hate to give Frank credit for anything, but you know, it's pretty good. Well, <laughs> 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 that's all I got this week. 
<laughs> Two solid fucking bringings. Uh, I don't fuck around. I may I may be stupid, but I don't fuck around on this show. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Boner Pester. Hey. So. <laughs> what? Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to that Nick, that first track. Also, goddammit, boner pastor? Really? <laughs> how, the f- how the fuck have I not heard that before? Why didn't no- know? Oh my god. I'm not going to stop being hung up on it. Fuck. That's so good. I'm the shepherd of boners. Yeah. Uh, gui- guiding them safely into their, into their homes. Mm-hmm. Boy. So that was Tides of Sulfur. And I found that beautiful gem uh, through Nine Hertz, our buddy Mike. Okay, oh, very nice. Yeah, this, I was Shouts immediately. Out. Shouts out to Mike. Hell yeah, struck by this. It was just like a little crusty, a little sludgy, a lot of like black and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, so good. This is all of the things that I love from each of those fucking genres. Absolutely, like they picked all the best fucking parts. We didn't dawdle in the sludge, and everything was was legible. I mean, it sounded really great. I mean, right from the get go, that fucking riff, I was like, "This is sludgy, but it's driving way too hard to <laughs> be what I would consider sludge." Like, fuck. Uh, yeah, really fucking cool. Like, especially to get. 
that sort of aggression, uh, but with that tone, like that very specific tone, mm-hmm. and make it clean like that. Well, dirty, but clean. Like, yeah. Fucking, Legi- uh, yeah. Legible was the proper. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to not repeat words, but yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So that was the track Pariah of Paralysis of Reason. And you can find that at thesludgelord.bandcamp.com. That was re- that was released March of this year. And they are from the UK. Yeah, man. I mean, they got a bunch of material out, so so get after that one. But next up, Heathen Beast. Now I found this on a on a. Uh, I f- the video was uh, grind poorly explained. It's a really great, <laughs> really great video, really great series. Um, check that out. They do all these different genres, and he just. I mean, you'll get album titles um, on the album that they don't belong to. It's great, but if you know what you're doing, it's even funnier. So one of the recommended albums was uh, Heathen Beast, and we're going to take a listen to one of their new tracks. always makes me makes me die the bass drums and i don't know if you heard the specific set of lyrics i was laughing to but they were going individually through religions and saying fuck you and fuck you 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 know it's fucking crazy uh i i this was i've uh i've stumbled across this before yeah and i knew i had meant to uh to throw it into my list of shit to bring in uh so I just pulled up my old list. I'm going through that while we're listening to this. I was like, holy shit, there's so many things that we've covered that I told but the first fucking thing I have on here, and I mind you, this list is from like twenty seventeen, is fucking judiciary. 
Oh, we didn't wow. cover them until a year later. Oh my god! <laughs> I gotta go back through this fucking list. Savage Master is on here. Jesus Christ! Uh, but no, I don't know how. I don't know how I forgot about it. That actually, my <clears> next <throat> one. Ha- that that's almost exactly the same story. I already knew about them from like a year or two ago, and found them again. And I'm like, oh fuck me for not having brought this <laughs> in a year ago. So that was the single. Fuck all religions equally. Um, from the Kolkata, India-based band, uh, Heathen Beast. Uh, man, like, I love the distorted vocals and just the the, uh, the general fuck you attitude. <laughs> I mean... I, I have so much fucking respect for these dudes doing it in areas where it's, like... Oh, yeah. ...really uncommon and kind of super unacceptable socially. Right. Um, I, I don't think India is as bad as some places... Uh, you know, I know some motherfuckers are literally taking their lives into their hands <laughs> playing yes. this fucking music, but uh, still really fucking cool. Absolutely. So get out there, check out heathenbeast.bandcamp.com. That was released January of this year. <laughs> it took you a second to remember that, huh? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Continue. I was waiting for you to say January of this month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the words right. Could, they didn't process. You know, it's okay, Boner Pastor. We still love you. <laughs> oh, you're stuck now. That's stuck? That's fine. That's, that was fourth grade for me, buddy. <laughs> Those scars are healed. <laughs> dude, I mean, dude, people people called me Sam I Am until I was like 20 years old. And I'm not joking. There, there are people who actually thought that that was insulting to me when I was in my early 20s. I'm like, I mean... Yeah, and every time people did that, I was just like, man, you're going to be making my fries for the rest of your life, so <laughs> it's it's okay. That I uh, have to bring this up now, because I don't know if I'll ever have a chance. I worked with a dude who, his name was TJ, and I was like, did anyone in high school call you Tug Job? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and, and he was uh-huh. like, he's like, no, but I got T-gay, and I was like, why would you tell me that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, because T-gay isn't nearly as funny. Yeah, it's not. Tug job is objectively funnier. Well, that's because I'm a funnier person. You no. have you have matured a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, let, yeah. Jesus Christ! What <laughs> the fuck is happening? Here? None of none of us would be on this show or if if we were mature. What the fuck are you talking? About? So here we here we have that that band I was referring to as to having already been in my wish list for a real long time. The Callous Dow Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I see what they did there. I like it. <laughs> I I see. Good so job. We're going to listen to a uh, preview track that they have for an upcoming release now. This may be the single most chilling message you will ever hear. <laughs>
times when the fucking when the the rage on the track is so fucking sincere that it just cuts through everything uh, yeah uh, I mean these guys just hammer on the things that I really cherish about the you know early 2000s mid 2000s you know uh, that sort of a sound and it it's just like the bands are finally doing it. They're finally refining that. Yeah. What was worth carrying forward? Um, I mean, everything they've released so far. Like uh, like I said, I'm kicking my own ass for not having brought this in sooner. But this being a peek into their upcoming material, I I mean, I can't fucking wait. And there's yeah. all the same dynamics and chaos in their previous release. But um, they're going strong, and I've I've seen a lot more rumbling about them recently, which is good shit. So that was off of Die on Mars. I mean, I just I love the uh, poetic, like obscure, like I'm I'm not really sure what that breakdown was about at the end, but it was really fucking heavy. Mm. <laughs> so um, that was the track "Fake Dinosaur Bones." That's a fucking heavy album title too. Yeah, like. Shit, like I'm not sure. We it, might be seeing people do that in our I fucking know, lifetime. I, that's <laughs> like, is that like SpaceX commentary? Like it could be, but uh, they're from Georgia, and that is going to be released in June of 2019. Fucking a Atlanta representing. Hell yeah, man! So that's my bring-ins this week. That's some good shit. All right, so we're on to me. Uh Ooh. What you got for us, buddy? Well, this first band, uh, I just saw these dudes yesterday uh, at a show that I will talk about a little bit later on. Uh, one of the one of the biggest fucking bangers in Philadelphia hardcore history. Uh, but that being said, uh, Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll this shit? Everything's changed Gotta do it my way 
that uh that like breakdown at the end made me want to start speaking like a caveman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, existing like in a lot of like this like older classic like stuff. I mean, that still kind of was all over the place. Yeah, I mean they bring uh they bring a lot of the early crossover feel to it. Mm-hmm. Uh but then there are like kind of 90s elements. Uh a lot of the same sort of shit that we're hearing with like fucking easy money and candy. Uh Yeah. And they I just, keep forgetting to go back and listen to more Easy Money. I remember liking them a lot when I. Yeah. I, well, see, for me, it's it's the crossover elements that really tell me on it. Because, I mean, you guys, not, like, how fucking enthusiastic was I to see Leeway when I was in Philly? I was like, Phil, we got to go to that. We got to go to it. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. Um, And it, it's. <sighs> what the fuck? Son of a. It's fucking Tom. Fucking. Billies. The, the goddamn producer can't turn his fucking <laughs> ringer off. Uh, I swear to God, you better turn that goddamn phone down. I'll come over there and beat your ass. But, uh, no, it's... it's Squid, Squidbillies is so fucking... Good. Yeah, but that, that was Rick and Morty. Was it? Yeah, oh, that, I thought it was Squidbillies uh, was for it? some reason. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking Noob Noob. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. man uh, Rick, and, Rick, and Morty, right. oh, Rick and Morty isn't as good, though. Let's paddle this boat back. I, I agree with that sentiment. Uh, Hell yeah. However, getting back to it... It's funny, uh, Frank, that you said this made you want to talk like a fucking caveman. The band's <laughs> name is Lower Species, uh, <laughs> out of Seattle. Uh, came all the way out to Philly. Uh, the track was called Contention. It's off of High Roller. And this is why you don't skip the opening acts. Right. No. Uh, I'll no. tell you what, dude. For a show where they had like another five or six bands following them, and people know that shit. Uh, people still got there early, and the fucking the pit was fucking moving for these oh. motherfuckers, which was really nice to see because they fucking they poured themselves out on that one. Yeah. Uh, killer fucking set. Uh, lower species is fucking dope. I, I do also want to make note that the in that in that recording that fucking snare was popping. It sounded so good. Yo, the snare sounds great. The bass is one of my favorite fucking yeah. Like phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, you can find this shit at undertonerex.bandcamp.com. I highly recommend doing that. Hey. So, uh, my second bring in, we're going to stay in hardcore, but we're going to go a little bit of a different route. Uh, sort of the sort of the opposite end. Melodic? Oh, very much so. Woo. Yeah, I knew you'd be excited for this one. <laughs> You're going to have to shepherd your own boner now. Oh, I will. <laughs> Tom, go ahead and roll this.
Whew, man. Yeah, I knew that one would uh, hit you. Yeah, it's on the wish list. Uh, not only I, that. I feel like a fucking teenager again. Dude. Just, this, this takes me back to 2006, man. I'll, I'll tell you, the, the vocal style and the chord progressions, uh, surprisingly, the thing it reminds me most of is bold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You need to spend more time. I guess I do. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean... I was I was with the riffs like the slightly more involved riffs. I was getting almost notes of like th- early thrice a little bit. Yeah, I know it's not quite right, but no, I mean I can see that you know, and all the like. There's there's obviously a lot of melodic hardcore influence. Yes, uh, very much I'd so. say some fucking. Oh my god, why am I blanking on their name right now? Oh, that's gonna kill me. Uh, Turning point. Oh okay yeah sure. Uh. Yeah, just a, a lot of a lot of cool fucking influences, but uh, that was the track "Daydream" off of the album uh, "From Me to You" by One Step Closer out of Boston. I, I really can't wait to listen through this. Uh, I mean, and I like their little tag at the bottom: "Too Hardcore for Smartphone Punks" and "Too Punk for Clap Mosh Losers." Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, they know what they're trying to appeal to. Well, if you want to get really fucking amped. Uh, they're one of the opening acts for the Defeat a Record release show this Sunday at the church. Oh, uh, Christ. Okay. 8 p.m. <laughs> it's a later show. Oh, uh, word. Yeah. But that's actually where I found him. I was like, let me check out who's fucking playing this. Try to figure out which one of the millions of things happening Sunday I'm going to. <laughs> uh, but you can find them at bbbrecords.bandcamp.com. Very nice. And uh, that'll do it for me. Oh, that's gonna gonna bring us on down to the the casual single for me. <laughs> mm. 150 Set. episodes. He still can't do more work unless someone sends it to him. Correct. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so we're we're just gonna start off with the uh, the track. Tom, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah! 
So that was All Hell with the track Laid to Unrest off the album The Grave Alchemist. Man, this fucking video, this is what happens when you just spend an entire week reading nothing but the entire collective works of Edgar Allan Poe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I I got that sitting right next to my fucking, Ah. right next to my uh, Lovecraft collection. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm uh, I'm between I'm switching off between rereading the Fellowship of the Ring and Heart of Darkness right now. So yeah, no, I mean, but as soon as we uh, as soon as we all heard that, well, I don't know if all of us went and checked that specifically out. I was like, that's a, it's right up Frank's alley. Oh but it's yeah, also really good. So it's cool too because you have tracks like this, which obviously have a more like a melodic drive to them. Mm-hmm. But then you'll listen to tracks like Vampiric Lost, which are just straight almost like uh pretty much the same uh i'd say the same riffage and drive of like second wave black metal just with good production it's it's all of the things that uwata should have been (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what sure because it's got that like horror pulp to it Mm -hmm. yeah in that video yeah there's that nice bit of uh how what's the word i'm looking for camp yes yeah. yeah. Well, I I, th- I think what it also is is that this band seems at least sort of self-aware, and the problem mm-hmm. is I think Uwada don't. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. they're they they're fucking clueless. They're, they're oh, clueless, God. cheesy garbage. I I, just, I, 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 I have no idea. It always <laughs> amazes me to find out that Uwada actually have fans. I never understood it. I mean, <laughs> you know, just uh, sometimes you gotta like shitty things, I guess. <sighs> Just, just listen to Migla. <laughs> just Migla exist. I, I, no one's you can, disagreeing you can go, with you here, pal. You can, you can go <laughs> buy their shit. I don't understand. <sighs> so I was like, like God. you've got, you've got varied. Uh, what's uh, this? Isn't the the black metal where it's like, oh, you're going to get one one type of sound throughout no. the album? No, they're going to do. This whether, reminds me of Devil Master that we brought in a few weeks back. Yeah. Where it was super dynamic, super old school, and like you said, self-aware mm-hmm. and a little campy. Yeah, in, in a in the fucking perfect way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is fucking dude. If great. you're, I'm just saying, if you're gonna do stuff like this, you have to be at least a little bit self-aware. Yes, Absolutely. and I I have to say, I'm super super glad that this band at least seemed like they're that. I just if they ever hear this, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. <laughs> So also your, also your music's pretty fun. Didn't mention they're uh they're from North Carolina. Now this album was released in April 2017. Good news! June this year they have another album coming out called The Witch's oh! Grail, which yeah. you can pre-order now. Uh, that's a cool awesome. name. Yes. Fucking a. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this shit. is a this is a very frank bring in. I. Oh, it's perfect. Good, Good job on remaining consistent, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God Mike was there to tell him about him. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, well, I was out getting drunk. No, and... no, no. It's it. For once, it's uh, it's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but well, it I'm... never will be again. Nope. I'm I'm a busy man. I had Bud Light limes to crush while camping. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh. God. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we just Buddy, fire what? Frank mid episode? <laughs> Just. Yo, there's a thing. You, 
when you're drinking the amount of beers, you got to do it cheaply, and we're doing it in the heat. So, like, that's yeah, the way to go. God, God you, couldn't, you couldn't splurge on some fucking high life, dude? Come fucking on. Some Tecates. Or, you know, oh, Tecate. Ooh. Oh, I love Tecate. Oh, God, no. I'm sorry, man. It's just like, I'm from California, man. Tecate was fucking everywhere, and I've never been able to stand it. I like Whatever. I like water and weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, shit, Mike, Mike, I'm kind of tempted to just fire you too. <laughs> All right, let's go get <laughs> the soup line. No, no, drink. No, no. I think I think at that point you're getting excited. He thinks you mean fire it up. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh, beer preferences, oh yes, we got a little segment. Some might say it's the most important segment. Some might say the- that. The segment we might have over prepared for this segment. Yeah, that's the brutal bruise. Mm. That mm. was not nearly as audible as I hoped it would be. Yeah. Actually, it came through loud and clear. Oh, good, beautiful. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> whoo, uh, oh boy. Oh, it's a good and so it's a good and this is a, a fun week. Uh, this is a really fun fucking week. Now, obviously. This being episode 150, we had to fucking do it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, uh, Frank, being generous, threw it out to the crowd instead of just uh, jumping on it. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. If you would, uh, if you'd like to take next week's to do your own, feel free. We'll discuss. Okay. Uh, but Mike actually came through with a killer fucking suggestion. Yep. That was a Hail Mary. I didn't expect it to be a... How is it? It's a fucking hit, dude. Uh, Mike Mike fucking... Mike laid it up, and Frank fucking put it through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're just going to... We're just going to go with the... We're going to start with playing the track.
All right. I'm just going to say it now. I I seriously hope everyone knows what the <laughs> yeah. fuck that is. Uh, <laughs> I, I, was, I was I was I when I saw this on the fucking Trello, I was about to be so mad if Frank was not going to use this song in particular cuz it is my favorite and I will argue the best. It's, I, it's definitely one of my favorites. I would also be pretty disappointed if you didn't know yeah. this one. So, just in case you're a big fucking dum dum of Mayorville. <laughs> just in, just in case I'm your drunk. family tree, just in case your <laughs> so, family tree doesn't fucking fork and you've been living under a rock your whole ooh, life. Is there anybody that would be as gentle and, and sensual <clears throat> as as we would taking them down this path? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, so anyway, um, so that was the self-titled album from Black Sabbath, and that was the song "The Wizard." <sighs> Look, yes. man, as uh, as old and jaded as I might get, and as <laughs> as fucking as much shit as I've heard, and all the things that I could get hyped about, there's still I don't know if there's anything that will get me hyped the way fucking Sabbath does. It's one of those things where still, when I hear any of their shit on the fucking radio, I'm like, no. oh, this is fucking getting cranked, right? Mm-hmm. Never mind the fact that like. As as old as it is and whatnot, like it's one of those things. It's also like it still carries the creepiness that it did. There's few, there's few frontmen to exist that have that have had a, such a <clears throat> singular and ominous voice as Ozzy. I mean, dude, it, it doesn't hurt. Like, uh, if you ever do a deep dive on their shit, like uh, some of those cats are getting into some real deal. Satan shit, uh, like fucking heavy shit. Uh, they were all out of their fucking minds at one point due to a mix of fucking cocaine and Satanism. Uh, real deal. Well, I mean, it, it, a lot of people also don't even know that if you dive into, if you deep, deep dive into Black Sabbath's discography, you'll discover that they've had like five or six vocalists. Like oh, it yeah. wasn't just mm-hmm. it wasn't just Ozzy and Ronnie James. It was they had like five or six guys. They had what's his name from Deep Purple, Ian yeah. something. Yo, and legit, that- there are uh there are great parts about every era of yep. Sabbath. Um, I, I mean, I'm just gonna say it right now. One of the biggest surprises to me from Black Sabbath, I hadn't even really dug into it before, but the Tony Martin era. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure uh, Zach from Outer Heaven, if if you're listening, I know you'll appreciate this. Uh, he introduced me to that era of Black Sabbath. I hadn't re- like I'd heard of it, but I hadn't actually heard it. And I'm gonna say Headless Cross is a fucking sick album. So is Tear. Tear is is pretty good too. I mean, they got into some they got into some pretty interesting stylistic changes, but. At, Man, know, like Phil is absolutely right. Every era of Black Sabbath is going to hold something of interest to you. I mean, they were they were just always to this day. Iommi is my all time favorite guitarist. Oh, uh, he's 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 one of the people who inspired me to play guitar to begin with. Yeah, not just because he's not just because he's left handed like I am. But, you know, I, you know uh, I'll be like we can have talks about the greatest. I don't give a fuck about that. He, he's not that, but he is. So like he's phenomenally talented. On top of that, stylistically, just unmistakable. Also, and from what I hear, super humble guy too. Yeah. Like, every every time I every time I hear about people meeting him, they're all just like he's such a nice guy. 
I'm like, that's actually not surprising. Oh, that's but cool. yeah, man, this but this is where it all began. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like this also, is where this is where it all started. I feel like what you also really gotta fucking love about Sabbath, especially in with, with Ozzy, so you have the all the power and stuff like that is more so coming from the Tony Iommi with the riffs he's writing and stuff like that. Yeah. But then over top of that, you have this almost like haunting, like depressing, uh, depressing sound coming from Ozzy's vocals. Like it, it's well, a mean, cool combination. It's, it's, it's part of what, it's part of what made black Sabbath as noteworthy as they were, as they were, are mm-hmm. because I mean, their music in a way was sort of a, sort of a response to like the, the, the sort of, Oh God, what is it? The, uh, just the blind, the blind optimism of the hippie era. I mean, yeah. Black Sabbath's Black Sabbath's music was like the the brutal crashing in of reality. It's to the, like to, to count to counter bands like the Grateful Dead and everyone of the hippie era. It's it, like like no, the the world the world is not as beautiful a place as you think it is. Like with you know with tracks like War Pigs and black sabbath you're like man it's like there is some shit in this world that cannot be fixed and it, black sabbath it, were the band who reminded us of that it really is i mean uh when we talk about you know there, there are a lot of different things you can really point to for the genesis of uh of metal the thing that you can't give to anyone other than sabbath <clears throat> is kind of exactly that they were some of the first to to really take reality and and the nastiest parts of it and shove it in your fucking face and say well, I this mean, is what the fuck it is. And I mean when you consider when you consider the uh, the state of the world at the time Black Sabbath really came out, I mean like the the late 60s. I mean, you have to remember that things like the Vietnam War were at their height. Uh the the political situation in Europe and the U S was just fucking at an all time low. And the civil rights movement was in full swing. I mean, it's, you know, it's, and black Sabbath were again, you know, there were a lot of people like in the, the free love movement who just were kind of blind. I've, and who didn't really acknowledge just how shitty things in the world were. Like it can't be all love and happiness, man. Like there's, there's shit in the world that we have to deal with. And we got to deal with it now. And, you know, musically speaking, Black Sabbath, again, reminded people of that. Yeah. I mean, to, to boil it down to, to one single point, uh, we owe the fuck you attitude of metal to Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, we ne- could ramble for hours, especially <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, we could go forever about Sabbath, mm-hmm. and oh, um, I am, I am, I am a long time Black Sabbath devotee. I it's mean, who the fuck since I, since I fucking heard him in high school, man. I was just like, you know, whoa, what is this, man? Like what? this still hits, this still fucking slaps, dude. Isn't that Absolutely. fucking crazy? I mean, one of the absolute like, dude, even even fucking like old Metallica doesn't still hit me the same way anymore. But fucking Sabbath. Jesus, what, 50, 60 fucking years later? <laughs> it's insane. I uh, mean, I will still maintain until the day I'm cold and dead in the ground that uh, Embryo and Children of the Grave are like some of my favorite riffs of all time. Children of the Grave is my shit! Yeah. <laughs> Dude, children, that's, that's another thing. Like, children, children of the Grave was like... Children of the Grave was like a direct call-out to, to people who... people who are just being lazy and not doing anything about the state of the world. Just like 
if you read the lyrics to that song, it's just like, you know, yo, shit is fucked. You got to do something about it now. Even the line, or um, oh, was it like, show the world that true love is still a, is still a, is still something. Uh, or you children of today will be children of the grave. I'm just like, God, Yo, that fucking, that fucking line fucking, chills me to this it's day. Fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. It's a heavy it's a, it, fucking business, dude. Well, I mean, you have to remember black Sabbath started off as a blues band, uh, called earth, I believe. And you know, the, the, the lyrical heaviness, not the literal, but the lyrical heaviness of black Sabbath's material I feel like might have been a direct carryover from their blues era because blues is a very, in a lot of ways, like in, in terms of its themes and its lyrics is very heavy. Oh, yeah. A thousand fucking percent. All right. One more but, question before we get into the uh, pairing. Um, you said they were first called Earth. Does that have any relation to the new sludge band? Is that why they're called Earth? I don't well, not new, uh, new, but new in relation. I don't, to them. I don't, I don't, tell I don't care. All right. All right. I, I, I don't care. I don't care about that band, so I wouldn't. <laughs> All right. God damn it. Well, Frank? So, we needed, a, we needed a brew to pair with this. Dude, this is, I mean, so, you got to fucking bring it on this uh, one. Bring, it, bring your A game, so, buddy. Hope so you got it. We have, we're talking about Black Sabbath, something dark, heavy, still with a smooth tone, though. Oh, what some of the smoothest. Now, to go along with that, a favorite among among us as far as in the the stout world we have cut we have used this beer before but not in this manner no and that is of course stone's imperial russian stout now yeah buddy totalitarian yes which uh good luck finding it right now that is because um well i purchased this last year (laughs) <laughs> so mm. this to be exact was bottled on february 20th of last year and these two bottles they have not been sitting in a uh an aging temperature room they've been sitting in my room which is warmer <laughs> than normal which means that aging process happens faster yep <laughs> so we've had they've been sitting for over a year at room temp and oh lord they are fucking delicious. Yo, so it is this, like you take a sip. You're like, oh, man, that's fucking smooth. And then on the exhale, you're like, oh, there's the booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, it, it fucking um, I don't feel we are currently and we've we've been uh, pretty much at pace with each other. We are currently uh, about. Two fingers of whiskey, a PBR, and half a bottle of this in each. And uh, I don't know about Frank, but I'm uh, I'm feeling nice and 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 toasty right now. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's just, I mean, where to even start with how fucking brilliant this pairing ended up? Uh, the 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 how well it aged. Oh my god! Like, and that's a that's a big thing. Sometimes aging a beer like is is a fucking gamble. Yeah. Because like, there's times you'll just go, ah, oh, fuck! It just tastes like fucking a dud now. Yo, like, if yeah. anyone ever tells you <clears throat> to age your Mad Elf for a year, they are trolling you because someone did it to them first. <laughs> it turns into shit. Aging your what? Uh, Mad there's Mad Elf. It's a really popular seasonal from Trogues. Uh, oh. 
but you have to remember, I, was, I live in, I live in an entirely different part of the country than oh, you. Oh, I know. So I mean, yeah, uh, your, your your regional beers are my regional beers for well, the most part. So I mean, Trogues definitely distributes uh, across the country. The mm-hmm. thing is, with Mad Elf, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, I know they're PA based. Well, they are, but they, they're like, you know they're they, just below they, Victory in size. Like, that's they're true. Big. They they might be. They might distribute an organ. It's entirely possible because, again, the brewery scene here is huge. Yeah, like it's, the it's, thing it's is, a, it's a it's big business here. But the thing is, you have to remember that I live in a small, isolated town. So, well, and on top I, of I that, if wanted, yeah, if I wanted to find it, I'd probably have to go to like Portland or Eugene. On top of that, even if they do, uh, Mad Elf ain't making it out there. They, it's yeah, it's too popular here. Most of the time, liquor stores won't even put it out. You have to let them know you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. But that that aside, fuck all of that noise. Um, so on top of the fucking aging pairing so fucking well with Sabbath, this is fucking heavy. Oh this yeah, is um, heavy, heavy so shit. When I was first getting into beer, um. I was like drinking stuff like like Guinness and whatnot, and I was like, "All right, so this is what a stout is. This is delicious." And then when I started going into like the microbrews, and around that time, I discovered obviously Arrogant Bastard, and then that spring, I saw the Imperial Russian Stout. I was like, "That sounds cool." Taking a sip, and I was like, "Oh, that's what all stout should be." <laughs> like, yeah, man, um, it is, and it's incredible. Because it comes from a brewery that is famous for its hoppy beers. Yes. Uh, but, but, like, that Stone doesn't touch anything without taking it mega seriously. Uh, so when they do something, you can, you can trust that it's going to be one of the best possible versions of what that style is. I remember at one point in time, I don't don't know if it still is, but at one point in time, this was, like, ranked as, like, in the top 15 beers of the world. Wow, it should be. It's it's fucking incredible. It's still... I mean, uh, I got a fucking Arrogant Bastard tattoo on my fucking ribs, and this is still uh, one of my absolute favorites from them. Uh, possibly more, more so than the basic Arrogant Bastard. If we get into the Oaked and Double Bastards, no, it's a, that's, a, that's a different story. Uh, but Wait. This fucking... I feel like some of the uh, the more like anise flavors kind of got toned down, but like there's like a vanilla or something in here. Yeah, well that's the thing. I mean, uh, like uh, anise is a very potent flavor, and when you age, uh, when you really age a fucking beer, what's gonna happen is that's really gonna get kind of kind of washed out, mm-hmm. and it's still noticeable. But yeah, it is certainly there's there's certain there's something a bit more creamy about this than I recall. Yep. Um, it, it's it's really fucking fantastic, uh, and I mean, the fact that this gets so much better with age, like, dude, I fucking I can go back to Sabbath mm-hmm. and appreciate it more than ever. Actually, now, absolutely. Uh, I, you know, honestly, I would say that I'm never really not in the listen to black sabbath now like if you if you throw on if you throw on heaven and hell or Ooh. master of reality or headless cross you can throw pretty much any sabbath shit on and i'll just be like yeah cool i can rock out to this let's do it yeah 
it's always great, and apparently so is the fucking Stone Totality. And that's, I mean, I know they have different releases and they kind of cycle through them. Uh, The Totalitarian is one of my favorites out of the Russian Imperials. My favorite will forever be, um, I have to pick up a six-pack this year because they redid it. Um, Is it the Chai? No. Um, It was the first year that they did the odd beers for odd years. It was the Espresso. Uh, Oh, shit. They brought it back back this year. Oh, fuck. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, my, my beer spending is about to break my budget because the fucking <laughs> because the fucking Anderson Valley Blood Orange goes is out right now, too. Yo, did you have oh. the cherry yet? I did. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Did, it, did I not bring that? I brought that in last week. That's right. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm, <laughs> yo, this, this is hitting hard. Yo, we're having a fucking show here. Uh, see, the thing is... That's where I fucking had we it. We talked about... Uh, <laughs> Probably about three months ago about things to do for episode 150, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, we came up with nothing uh, because we're all lazy cunts. So We decided to get drunk. <laughs> so being the consummate professionals that we are, <laughs> we decided the best way to do this is to get completely fucking shit hammered uh, during the recording, which is probably a terrible idea. And uh, I apologize now if this is a ridiculous, rambling, dumbass episode. Have I ever told you that there have been like three episodes that I've progressively gotten drunker while you recorded? One of them I think I told you about. The other two I don't think I did. I just assume you always are. You know, (laughs) you know, you know. (laughs) Don't uh, you go judge not on, lest you go, judge not lest you be judged, my friend. I mean, you go full on Rick Sanchez with the burp sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. And then, oh. you, and then you don't appreciate puns, like yeah. yeah wow. because puns suck. That hurts. Okay. Me. All right. Let's do this. Is going so far off the fucking rails. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> throw. So get yourself a. Well, I guess. Hold on. Hold on. Let me help you out here. Find yourself a six-pack of Stone's Russian Imperial Stout. Any version of it. Mm-hmm. Any version of it is going to be fucking great. The espresso's They're out right good. now. Uh, do not fucking sleep on that. If you like if you like beer, buy it. <laughs> then you got to take I... it. You got to sit it in a, in a warm room mm-hmm. for a year. And then you got to bust out uh, Black Sabbath self-titled. And crack those bad boys open. And uh, in a year, I'd see, I will throw out a challenge right now. Uh, in a year, if you have actually done this, send us fucking video or picture proof, and mm-hmm. we'll do something for you. I don't know what, but if any of you motherfuckers, Frank, Frank will Frank will give you a random tape from his collection. Whoa now, okay. yo, whoa, whoa. <laughs> easy. Calm down. Easy. Easy. <laughs> but uh if anyone actually fucking does that, we will we we will figure something out. We'll get something shipped out here. We'll get you a fucking we'll get you some mer- whatever the fuck. Uh we'll figure something out. But Mike Mike will be your personal boner pastor. But you got to do it. I thought it. about saying that. <laughs> I did. But then he didn't want to he didn't want to commit himself preach. to that. <laughs> <laughs> he, will, he, he might will, be a married. He preach, he's gonna be a married man by that time. Word of, he will treat. He will preach the word of boner. You gotta do it, and you gotta be the first one to send us the proof. So, uh, midnight of uh, 
of March 6th, 2020. May there, 6th, okay. 2020. I feel like I'm not the one to correct Woo! people. Uh, <laughs> you, drunk, you drunk motherfucker. Yeah, it happens. They both mm-hmm. start with M's. Uh, May 6th, 2020. Get your fucking evidence to us that you did exactly what I just told you to do. And we'll do something for you. It sounds so M's. grimy. Send the evidence. Send the evidence. That's it. Uh, I wonder if anyone's going to message us. Is he like, are you guys going to send me dick pics? No. I mean, no. I mean, not ours. We we could find someone. Yeah, we'll send you. We'll send you dick pics. Just yeah. You know. Look at that. That's that's Ron Jeremy. That's vintage dick pic right there. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Mike doesn't know. But, Mike's the most sober person on the mic right now, and he doesn't right. know what to do. Oh. <laughs> do I? I'm do not. I, I'm not even drunk. I'm just an idiot. Do I start downloading tick pics or? What, <laughs> I don't know how to do it myself. Oh yeah, fun fact. Ron Jeremy is the only male porn star that anyone anywhere. Oh, and you cut out there. What was the end of that? I was gonna say. Uh, Fun fact, Ron Jeremy is quite literally the only male porn star that anyone anywhere has ever heard of yeah, or is familiar with. Uh, no, Peter North. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah. He's looking at you, kid. And Max Hardcore. Did you did you ever hear about that? There's like this, there's this porn outtake where I guess like uh, fucking uh, Peter North like busts in some girl's eye and she's like, ow, and he goes, he's looking at you, kid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but I poop from there. <laughs> now, right now, you don't. <laughs> uh, like, I'm ama- like, it's great because my, my, my cat can't hear me because she's deaf, but she keeps looking over at me and giving me disapproving looks as if she knows. I'm, she knows that I'm being stupid. Just, like, I am Dad, so sorry to all of our listeners. I know. That's nah, fine. Know. This is the free show. Consummate, consummate <laughs> professionalism. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Uh, yeah, this so, is... Uh, the stout is hitting hard. So that's the brutal bruise. Uh, we got we got some new stuff to talk about. What should we do for it? Well, yeah, let's leave the new stuff till the end, because we got fucking clips for that. Uh... I fucking went to a show yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yay! I'm disappointed I did not go I, to a dude, show yesterday. I, you know what? I knew I should have hit you up early because uh, I would have dragged your ass out to it. Yeah. And I just did. I Some weird part of me assumed that you'd fucking you'd be there, which was a <laughs> dumb assumption. I apologize. I take responsibility for that. Thank you, Phil. Uh, <clears throat> but holy shit. I know I've talked about how fucking special the first Unitarian church in Philly is, uh, because it really fucking is. I can't, I've never been anywhere like it. No, Uh, no. And I saw fucking Raekwon in that basement. For real? Yeah, he was only built for Cuban links too. So it's not like he was a no name at that point. Um, yeah, ridiculous. I've seen fucking Delta funky homo sapien down there. In the church? Yeah, in the church. Dude, yeah, he was there with A plus from Souls of Mischief. It was fucking dope. We uh, fucking I can't, dude. I can't believe I haven't brought in only built for Cuban links on side stage. I feel hey. so stupid. So that, oh, it's such a fucking good album. We got to see that fucking amazing performance. Full of hell, hell knife the hits, body. The body. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Just <clears throat> the two. 
dudes from uh the vocalist from Full of Hell and the body facing each other, screaming at each other with their like noise boards and whatnot. Like. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Fucking incredible. So the the church is an incredible place and I've been going there for at least fifteen years now. Uh I've been seeing shows in that fucking church basement. Yeah, I'm so fucking glad that they still do it. They have so many venues that they can use, but they still use the church and uh they did it for a fucking reason yesterday, so I will get to that. Uh, I already played Lowered Species for y'all. They opened the fucking show. <laughs> Dude, when it starts like that, you know you're in for some shit. Yeah. Immediately following Lowered Species was Departed. Oh. <sighs> Oof. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about Departed at length. And yep. honest to God, one of the best fucking performances I've seen from them. Really? I don't know if it was just because of the of what the show was and the atmosphere and everything about it. Were they doing three guitars again? Uh yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, they've got some new shit coming out. Word. Um Yeah, really looking forward to that. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to pull the rest of this shit up so I don't forget anyone because every fucking person there was incredible. Um, uh, for fuck's sake, why didn't I do this earlier? There it is. Okay. So after fucking, after departed, (laughs) this fucking trail of lies. Now I've seen them multiple times. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed, uh, the albums but dude holy shit uh they 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 sold like it was always like oh yeah i dig trail of lies now it's like no i'm sold Mm -hmm. like these motherfuckers yeah they fuck they got it (laughs) um ridiculous the only reason i didn't fucking buy an album was because they didn't have any of their fucking merch table (laughs) they just had fucking merch including a fanny pack yo uh Worry about your fucking vinyls before your fanny packs or CDs or cassette tapes. They had literally no music at the table. Uh, I'm sure it was for a fucking reason. Uh, no, no hate, but uh, I'll buy I'll buy music off you motherfuckers next time I see you. <laughs> Eco Strike. Yeah. Uh, just as good as last time. Uh, what still. Were, what were they at? They were at this is hardcore a yeah. year or two ago, right? Yep. I think last year. Okay. Um, you know, it, <laughs> it's hard. Uh, it's someone at one point, I shit you not, they fucking, they must have started fucking three or four songs saying, this is for the straight edge kids. And at one point, someone yelled back, I think they're all for the straight edge kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, all of that aside, like, these dudes are real young. And they play so fucking tight that it's one of those things where mid set, you're almost like, maybe I should go edge. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 fuck, I forget who it was. Um, that last show I went to, one of the bands was like, "Let's see some violence for fucking straight edge." And all of us just look at each other. We all have beers in our hands. And we're just like, mm mm. <laughs> Like guess guess we're not allowed to partake in the violence, mm. but no nah, <laughs> man, uh, they're it's really cool 
to see uh, to see younger bands with that that sort of passion. Mm. Yeah, uh, really fucking bringing it, and they they killed it. They they had a really fucking great set. Uh, now the it feels funny to say this after all of those other bands I just talked about, but the heavy hitters. That's a weird statement. After all those other bands. Yeah, but when you when you say the next one, they're gonna understand. All out war. <laughs> oh. I see. This is why I wanted to go to this show, but it just didn't line up with what I was doing with my schedule. What was beautiful? I was standing there. I uh, I ran into our boy Maurice, uh, Philly's pit ninja. <laughs> oh God, I missed that fucking dude. Yeah, he's he's fucking. He's. <laughs> I got I got I got such a fucking kick out of that guy when I met him. I love that dude. I, I hope I get to see him again. One of the greatest people ever. Uh, but <laughs> we're standing in the back when All Out War starts, and uh, the the vocalist says, "Everyone, move up. You don't have anything to be. You should. You don't have to be scared." And Maurice turns to me and is like, "Oh no, you should be very scared." <laughs> this is Maurice, who uh, no one moves in the pit like Maurice does. Right. Uh, I have seen. I have seen that guy in three days of shows, accomplish things in pits that I did not think possible. <laughs> I also, I, I quite, I quite literally saw that dude fly like three feet above everyone else's heads. At one point I was like, and I, I remember I was standing right next to Phil when I saw it. I'm like, was that fucking Maurice? And Phil just kind of laughed. He was like, yeah, that was Maurice. Yeah, not stage diving. He did that from the middle of the pit. Um, I know. I know. Yeah. That's please. that's what fucking got me. And I think it might have actually been during Carnivore, too, which was even please, better. Please tell me we've all at this point seen the clip of Maurice going for a uh, Triple H moment. And this is hardcore. <laughs> to, and he spits the eggnog. And Joe took it as someone spitting at him. So he just gave him a boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, homies, I'm pretty fucking mind. Oh, it's so great though. You uh, you can't you, you can't say that the guy isn't true though. He is like Oh man. All of uh all of that aside, dude, if you've never seen an all out war pit, especially uh, dude if you want to know what the heaviest pit of all time looks like. Check out any of their performances from This Is Hardcore on Hate Five Six. It just devolves into people beating each other. <laughs> it's fu- it's fucked. I I pop my head in at one at one year. This is hardcore. I look to my left and there's a dude just hammer fisting another dude in the back of the head, and the other dude didn't even seem to care that it was happening. He's just like, yeah, this is cool. I was like, yeah, I'm going upstairs. Uh, <laughs> But that was phenomenal. Now, the really fucking special thing about this whole fucking show, Earth Crisis. Uh, if, if you've been involved in hardcore at all, you know who the fuck Earth Crisis is. Uh, it was their first time ever playing the church. It took until 2019 for Joe to get them into the fucking church. Uh, and it was just one of the most phenomenal fucking, like, incredible. Absolutely fucking incredible. They, they sound better than they ever have. Uh, they're working on new material, which is fucking awesome. Uh, just 
just wild shit and uh you know it, it's uh i mean i've i've hyped this show for months uh and if any of you guys were there you get it it was it was a fucking deal uh oh and speaking of new shit all out war new album will drop the first day of this is hardcore i believe they said it's uh it's called crawl through the filth <laughs> so uh, while we're on the, the, the topic of uh, All Out War, so when I was working at the uh, the other store I was working at, dude, I remember he was into more like like Slipknot and stuff like that. And I was like, dude, there's there's really good stuff out today. And he's like, he's like, I don't know. I never really like ventured past. And I was like, take a listen to this. And I put out put on All Out War. And he was like, oh, fuck, fuck yeah, this. This is what I'm looking for. <laughs> and I think I started him then go da- down the hole he goes. Mm-hmm. That's it. You just, you lead him to the edge, then you, that's the thing. You don't, then you the boot to the ass. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you don't ever tell anyone like, oh, well, you listen to that shit. No, you just go, hey, you just show something to make, maybe this will pique their interest. Oh, and they, I did that with uh, a friend back in high school. I saw him in a Slipknot hoodie and uh, we, we, we get to talk and He's telling me what he's into. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, you ever heard Creator? <laughs> I, I burn him a CD. And uh, as of today, shit, as of like fucking two years after that, that motherfucker knew more about metal than I could ever <laughs> hope to know. He, it just, he, it, he just, it absorbed him. Mm-hmm. He became it. it I, I can speak from experience. It will do that. It is, it's one of those things that, I feel like there isn't a whole lot of middle ground. Like people either love it or they hate it. And the people who love it tend to get really, really into it. Mm-hmm. My point Again, is speaking from experience. My point is spread it with love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was the show I went to. And uh, before we get into other discussions, uh, I just run through the upcoming shows in Philly because mm-hmm. nice. This fucking weekend is okay. bonkers. Yeah. Completely fucking bonkers. Friday. Uh, I believe the tickets are 25 bucks. Friday, 7.30 p.m. at the Voltage Lounge. I would hope they wouldn't do a show at fucking 7.30 a.m., but you never <laughs> fucking know. Holy shit. This kicks off the fucking weekend in Philly this week. <laughs> disassociate sheer terror negative oh. approach what? negative fucking approach oh, and I hate so God cool. yep I'm actually not that familiar with I hate oh like I'm, dude I, uh, I, I don't know dude like they're one of those names I keep hearing it's like them and bands like Newthgrush like I know I look need to look more into Newthgrush too but I just keep forgetting to dude uh Fuck but goddamn him. negative negative approach, fuck yeah, dude. Oh yeah, and, and yo, I hit God, uh, fucking grindcore heavyweights, dude. Yeah. Uh, spend some time. Highly recommend it. Uh, I'm trying to do these Ooh. in order. Okay, so Saturday, also at the Voltage Lounge, twenty dollar tickets. We've got uh, Never Ending Game, Division of Mind. A band that I talked about just last week, Blind Justice. Hmm. 
and no warning. Uh, so it's a fucking, it's a banger of a fucking show. Uh, and that's, that's Saturday. Sunday. <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is up with this area? <coughs> Sunday is the Philly Hardcore Unity Barbecue mm-hmm. out in Quakertown, PA. $2 if you get there before the first band. $10 after. Which I'm... The fuck on. <laughs> I'm just gonna read this bottom up. Hesitate. Mobile terror unit. Drug bus. Simulacra. Gloves off. Please die. The dividing line. Lux. Pain strikes. Uh, struck nerve. Drowse. Chemical fix. Fixation. No option. Outer heaven. Year oh boy. Of, year of the knife. And fucking saviors of beatdown Jesus peace. Yep. Uh, their set was so fucking good. That is Sunday at 2 p.m. Uh, now, depending on what time that fucking gets over, you may actually be able to make it. I was uh, Also, note on that show is no drinking, no smoking. Yes. Uh yeah, it's it's uh it's straight edge shit, but it's cool. That's mm-hmm. a part of the scene. Uh <laughs> eight o'clock that Sunday, doors are seven thirty, shows at eight, thirteen dollars ahead of time, fifteen dollars day of is the record release show for the new fucking Defeater album. And opening for them will be Kindling one step closer, whom you all heard earlier, and Born Without Bones, who's uh, an interesting kind of kind of poppy rock act. Uh, it's a weird sort of lineup. They did the checkerboard, where it's like soft shit, heavy shit, soft shit, defeater. <laughs> uh, so it's it's a it's a cool lineup. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out if you can make it out, especially for fucking fifteen dollars max. Fucking great. That will be at the church. Um so not this weekend, but in this month at uh Creep Records. Yes. Um May thirtieth. Uh Waking the Cadaver. Yep. Cognitive. Yep. And there's at least two or three other bands playing there, but like I think I got it pulled up. I still remember when the one dude uh tweeted about this. He's like, I booked as a creep. I'm so sorry for oh, all of you. That was yeah, that was Chris X. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Waking the Cadaver, Cranium, Cognitive, uh, Aluka, <laughs> and Final Judgment. Just, just Thursday, May thirtieth, six thirty. I do not have a price on that. We will get that for you next just week. Just fucking the heaviest of like beat down and slam. It doesn't fucking stop, dude. It doesn't stop. There's there's shows coming up. I mean, I'm not even gonna fucking I'm not listing off the shit happening in June yet. You can fucking wait. Yep. Uh but believe me, there are another f- at least four already announced bangers in fucking June. Uh so mad props to fucking Joe and all the other motherfuckers, uh Chris X and everyone involved in that. Uh, you know what? Let me fucking pull this one up uh, f- while we're fucking at it, because why the fuck not? Yeah. Uh, maybe I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
Oh, what the well, fuck? While you're fumbling around, yeah, uh, go I ahead will and continue. I will uh say in June, um in the the noise genre, June fourteenth at the I believe it's the Phoenixville Art Center, um, is gonna be Flag Day Recordings Day. It's gonna be a, a whole concert, a whole day dedicated to more like ambient and noise stuff with obviously uh Guillermo Pizarro playing as well as other acts. You're not going to want to miss that. I've already requested off work for that. All righty. Uh, oh, here we go. This is from a group that I'm in on Facebook. I don't actually know uh, any of these bands, but fuck it. Um, so, oh, that's not even until fucking June. But let me announce it anyway, because I'll forget about this otherwise. Uh, Saturday, June 22nd, 7 p.m. at Ortlieb's. Uh, I guess local band Gross is doing a music video short at Ortlieb's, um, music video shoot <laughs> at Ortlieb's with Eye of the Destroyer, uh, Oregon Trail, and some other bands. So uh, support local shit. I-, I-, I might try to make it out to that fucking one. I, uh, uh, I appreciate the name Oregon Trail. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good shit. Good shit. All right, so uh, I'll do it for all of that. Uh do we want to get to the to the announcements, or should we talk about the fact that we've done 150 fucking episodes? Uh, right, let's talk about the 150 episodes. We'll end on clips. All right, that sounds good to me. Uh, so holy shit, guys, <laughs> this has been at this point probably about four years of our lives. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What a fucking ride. You could have gone to you could have gone to and graduated high school in the time that we've uh, That's spent true. doing the show. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ! <laughs> Think about those very, those very humble days in the apartment living room, sitting awkwardly at a table, staring staring at a into a well, not looking into a camera. One of the like four or five comments we ever got on that shit were that we didn't look at the camera enough. Um, well, that's because Tom had his fucking light set up going. <laughs> <laughs> it was painful. Uh, it was real bad. But it was the genesis of what we do today. Mm-hmm. Took us a long time to figure it out. It really fucking did. Uh, and all credit to uh, to where it's due. This all started because of fucking Mike. Thanks, man. I mm-hmm. mean, dude, you fucking... You just had the fucking brilliant idea. You're like, <laughs> shit, I know a bunch of dudes are real into fucking music. Let's start a fucking podcast. There seems to be this real smooth way we could transition between talking about bands and making dick jokes. Maybe we should record this. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I remember actually, um, uh, I was talking one time with uh, uh, Billy Pizarro, and he was like, what made you decide to do? Like, from the pit, I was like, Honestly, we were all just kind of bullshitting about music anyway, so... For hours. <clears throat> I was like, one of the things that Mike was kind of just like, we can do a podcast? Yeah, I mean, it really all came about because I was... I, I sort of made an attempt at a podcast before all this. We were doing that, that horror show with... Uh, it was me and Harker. Mm-hmm. And then um, that got canceled for reasons, and it's it seemed like a good enough reason. So like I liked doing it, so let's keep bullshitting and seeing if people like listening. 
Yeah, uh, speaking of, I, I really hope uh, I really hope you guys do. Uh, and to, to everyone, uh, whether you're you're new or you've been with us for a while, uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I definitely want to thank uh, you guys first and foremost for hanging out every week. You know, Sammy, you oh, you, you thanks, bunked buddy. up with a bunch of strangers, and and then absolutely well, everybody that listens. It just you know, thanks so much for giving us a reason to keep doing this. Well, I mean, uh, all I can say is you guys gave a chance to a fucking rando, goofy cunt that you didn't even know from Oregon. Uh, which, by the way, I will have I will forever have to credit the band Autopsy for landing me on this show. That's true. And I think, you know, I think while I'm making dinner tonight, I'm going to listen to Severed Survival to, to commemorate that. Fuck and I mean, I. I mean, ever since I started doing I've been doing this for like a, just about two years now. Yeah. About a year and a half. About a year and a half. Yeah, and you half, started with us on fucking episode 50, so... Almost a fucking, yeah, almost two fucking years. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's like (laughs) I went from having literally nothing to do where I live to every single week digging through Bandcamp and YouTube and everywhere else on the fucking internet where I can find music to talk about and just, I I like being able to yell at people about stuff I care about, but no one else does. (laughs) Or, well, a few select people do. And all I can say is thank you for giving me the opportunity to scream at people uh, without actually having to face them and, you know, have them get vi- have, without having having to deal with them getting visibly irritated with me. Like, oh, this, this, is, this is the show where I'm allowed to be as fucking autistic as I want about extreme music, where I'm allowed to act like the complete fucking idiot that I am. And just rant and rave about all the shit I love and hate. And I mean, it got me, I got to go to fucking Philly and party for a week and go to fucking, this is hardcore. I got to see fucking carnivore and marauder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and leeway. I've, I, yeah. And fucking leeway. I mean, I missed iron, Pro, but you know, fuck such is life, <laughs> but ugh, oh my God, man. Like it's. And I mean, we may only have like four people on our Patreon right now, but you know what? That's four people who like our shit enough to where they're willing to pay for it to hear more. Yeah. I mean, so in the day where people I, don't buy magazines anymore, and that's really all this fear has ever really been is like e-zines by people for free for the sake of the scene. I mean, I think we're we're living like kings right now. I mean, mm-hmm. all it, it's just. People, people like to think. I think for a long time that like the the death of like the print zine. People, people thought that was going to die, and I never thought that that argument held any merit whatsoever because it's just like what happened to fucking comic strips and newspapers. Instead of being printed on paper, they just went online. Mm-hmm. Like, like why did why did people believe that things like the zine and people discussing music in general was going to die with the death of the print zine. Like, no man, it just, it moved on to things like podcasts, which in in my opinion are far more personable. (laughs) I agree with that. Definitely. Um, it's funny, uh, probably about a, about a year ago now, me and Jack were talking, um, just generally about the whole thing and sort of, uh, 
the the happy byproduct that we're we're sort of archiving the scene right now right like yeah. let's say tomorrow we stop doing this i mean i i have the confidence of knowing in 10 years and 20 years if i ever wanted to show my kid a snapshot of what was going on i mean we're documenting it you would you would be able to show him slund i would <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, mean, absolutely. Take a listen to this, which, bitch. Which, by the by the way, in case I didn't tell you guys, I ordered the lean, mean, slunding machine. CD. <laughs> yeah, nice. my my t- my tape came in. I need to get that Actually, fucking two inch they put out. <laughs> Actually, I. Hey, it's a mean two inches. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tunic can. Actually, I ordered. I ordered four albums in like the past week. I actually ordered the, uh, I ordered my album of the year last year. The, uh, the Kever EP. Nice. I finally found a, I finally, finally found a physical of that on eBay for like 10 bucks. I'm like, I can't pass that up. Uh, I got the Slun CD on the way. Uh, I also finally ordered a hard copy of that Belarusian band. I was really enthusiastic about, uh, about a month ago. Uh, it's, it was like, it was like five euros plus like three euros shipping or something. So it was like 10 bucks. So like, nice. And I have, I finally found a copy of Sacramento's far away from the sun for a reasonable price. So there you go. Pass that up. Anyone who's ever tried to order that, anyone who's ever tried to look for that album, know knows how fucking hard it is to find is sub $50. Yeah. So, well, um, also, I would recommend anyone if you're going to listen to that album, get the remaster because that album really, really needed the facelift. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I know we've uh, we've dragged this on for a long time, and it's been a long episode. Oh, who because fucking cares? <laughs> we, uh, well, at least Frank and I are are a little on the tipsy side of things. Okay. Hell yeah! <laughs> still got another beer here if you want it. I'm not going to drink that. I'm uh, not. Gonna- <laughs> Again, I'm I'm not someone's, even drunk right now. Someone's I'm fucking just... SAWFT soft. Yeah, you know, soft. we only have what three clips to go through. You're taking a fucking Uber. I am. It's a third of a beer a track. It gives you about roughly on our average about a minute. How and many a half. beers have you had, Mike? Huh? Who's counting? Bro, you 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 shotgun shit all the time. Yeah, just I do. A few big yeah. swigs. You <laughs> keep you keep. Because I've been because I've been drinking all goddamn weekend. <laughs> so have I, man. Yeah, your tolerance should be high. Yeah, exactly. You should be at the perfect point. <laughs> I don't get that look from him very often. <laughs> Come on, man. I ain't trying to take this shit home. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know it's gonna be so awkward in the Uber with the one beer, <laughs> one, uh, with the one beer in my backpack that they won't see. Leave yeah, it, yeah. Leave it with see, them. That's a tip. see, I honestly feel like it won't be because I feel no, like it, Uber driver. I feel like Uber drivers see some pretty ridiculous shit, so I, yes. I get the feeling you guys are going to be mild. I was an Uber driver. We do see no some shit. shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, uh, I feel like I feel like that is like the best way to break the ice with an Uber driver is just like ask him like, what are some of the craziest people or like experiences you've had while driving? Nah, man, that's what everyone asks when they get in the car. It's fucking boring. Really? Yeah. I just imagine. <laughs> I just imagine like like, oh, what's the craziest thing you ever deal with? Well, one time I had this asshole come in here getting all up in my fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Jesus. Anyway, uh, see, I try to fucking, I try to put us back on track, and there we go. Just fucking derail that shit. I just, yeah, and I don't have, I don't have the, uh, wits about me to reel us back in right now. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, everyone listening, it's been 150 episodes. Whether you've been here from the beginning or you've been here for fucking two episodes, uh, I don't care. Thank you. Uh, it means a whole hell of a lot to us that anyone pays it. I never thought we'd get the fucking listen numbers that we're getting right now. Uh, and it means the fucking world. It really does. Because we do this, uh, not out of, uh, any sort of hope of self-gain, but just more so to give back to something that's given so much to us. And that would be this this music and this scene um and the, the the fact that we're we're actually getting to a point where when we when we put a band over it can have a little bit of influence is really fucking cool because uh, that's all we've ever fucking wanted so uh stick with us and spread the word and we're gonna keep doing believe me not only are we gonna keep doing what we do we're gonna try to do it fucking better mm-hmm. um so thank you everyone uh and what he means shit. by that is e- is even more technical issues than we've had before <laughs> yes. we, all, we all know uh, we all know just how entertaining those can be i mean homie since we got you that fucking cable you've you've cut out maybe four times like in over yeah. the course of several episodes so. it's it's uh it's also improved my too like i used to have a lot of i i play <laughs> with my buddy a lot and holy fuck man it made my signal at least a little bit better it's like the universe is trying to shit on me <laughs> you know i say that and then we lose just a single word out of out of what sam's saying just uh, one word an important you're good word. you're good we, i'm we, gonna assume thanks we, thanks we, we we picked up on it we understood but... yeah he's talking okay, about fucking obviously whatever yes whatever i Let's, used uh... yes he used to watch porno with his friend and yeah. mutually yeah. masturbate <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... actually we, we would do the dutch we would do the dutch rudder <laughs> Anyone who doesn't know what that is, go watch Zach and Miri make a Jason Mewes will explain it to you. Oh, that's a great fucking movie. It is. It's like the only great thing that Seth Rogen has ever done. This <sighs> this is the end was pretty good. Well, I think yeah. I think Zach and Miri Zach and Miri was so great because Seth Rogen wasn't allowed to write it. So uh we should probably get on to the uh yeah. the we should. We do still have new shit to talk about. Yep. Ooh boy, is it a fucking doozy this week i i have something that is not technically new but it's just something that i didn't i somehow did not fucking know about until like a day and a half ago and i shit you not i shit you not when i tell you i have listened to this seven times in the past day and a half and it does not get fucking old dude i was i was so amped this was early early on to it into us talking before i even mentioned uh, having you guest on the show, you introduced me to this band, uh, and I've been fucking hooked ever since. And I also oh. had no fucking clue that they, we you specifically had talked about the fact that you know uh, it, it's a shame that this hasn't ever been done this way. And then it turns out it fucking has. Uh, so I lost okay. my shit when you posted this. Okay, so. 
I believe this was my very first episode ever on this show. Uh, before I really knew what the format was, before I knew what I was doing, I talked about a, uh, a still to this day, sadly little known Russian progressive thrash band called Aspid, mm. who released one album uh, in, I believe, 1992. So, uh, this this uh, the whole story of Aspid and this album and what happened to it is honestly almost as interesting as the album itself. It the the band the band's release of this was marred by a couple of things. First of all, I guess they had this label like nobody even remembers what the label was called. Who only made like a thousand vinyls and like a couple hundred tapes, uh, most of which don't even like most of which nobody even knows where most of them are anymore. And the few that I've ever seen become available were going for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Like you want an original copy of this in any format, you better be willing to pay more than you do in rent. It is going to be a fucking expensive endeavor. And the problem is it's also not going to sound very good because mm. there, up until what we're going to talk about, there have really only been two real releases of this, of this album uh, it's called extravasation. Well, that's what the that's what the title translates to. And the, the entire this, al the entire album is in Russian. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the second release was a shitty remaster where they actually sped it up, and it sounds it like is. trash. It was oh, remastered, uh, quote quote unquote remastered by a Australian label called Stigmarter Records, or I guess they're a distro or distro and label, but for some fucking reason, like they cleaned up the recording, which was good, but for some reason they sped it up by like 15%. So I actually compared the track listings on the two and the, the re the re recordings on are on average, like 30 to 40 seconds shorter That's than the originals. Fucked. It is fucked, man. And it sounds fucking awful. It does. I and heard it. <laughs> Yeah, so fuck Stigmarter Records and fuck their shitty re-release. They fucked this album so hard. I and endorse actually, that. Fuck from guys. from what I hear, from what <laughs> I hear, it actually drove some people away from, which is the ultimate fucking tragedy to me because now Metal Race, bless their fucking hearts. Seriously, like if the guys at Metal Race ever hear this, you guys are fucking heroes and you should be treated as such. They actually got the band to dig up the original DAT tapes for this album, which, like, I'm astonished that they still had them, and I'm so fucking glad they did, because we would have been stuck with nothing but shitty fucking renditions of this album forever, and Aspid deserve better, objectively speaking. Agreed. So, the, the band dug up the original DAT tapes back in 2015. Yeah, God, this shows you just how fucking out of touch I am. And, uh, so they, so metal, so metal race re like actually remastered the album. Like they, they did a real faithful remaster of Aspid's extravasation. The, the song speeds are intact. The quality is just, it is astonishing. It sounds like a completely new album. It, the, the difference between the original recording, the Stigmarter records, and this one is night and day. This is the way Aspid was meant to be heard. It really is. And I, uh, look, um, we can, we could seriously, just like fucking Sabbath, we could go on about this forever. Oh, I, but legitimately, I, uh, just to 
just to kind of bring it to a point, um, Aspid were decades ahead of their time. And oh, yeah. this this remaster does it so much fucking justice. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, so I've heard people compare this band to like Testament, but I honestly think that they were on a higher level than that. I would place this band more along the lines of uh, Watchtower, Coroner, Mekong Delta. But honestly, here's the thing. Unlike a lot of progressive uh, metal acts in general, Aspid remembered that they were playing metal. So this is a fucking heavy album. And I'm, you know what? I'm just going to say it right now. This is my favorite album. Period. Why don't we, uh, why don't we let the music speak to the listeners? Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna take a listen to track eight. We're actually going to listen to a couple minutes of track eight because it's hard to encapsulate this band in just one clip. They, it'll, this will blast you all over your shitty living. So Tom, why don't you just go ahead and play that for us? about it for about 10 minutes and then we played that for you uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep this nice and short um because it's getting late (laughs) but holy shit if that fucking if that clip didn't sell you uh let me tell you that it's a small window into what aspid did on that record we we are talking about um like the only way I can really put it is that Aspid are one of the bands, one of the few bands who I can honestly say, upon hearing them, it threw every preconception I had about 
what heavy metal could be out the window. Like none of it applied anymore. Just like, no, it can be so much more. And that's, like that's it, so fucking on point. Uh, and dude, I, I, I don't want to be a dick because uh, I'm with you, man. We could talk forever about it, uh, but we also can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but well, the last the, the the two things I will leave this leave this off with because this absolutely speaks for itself. Even though we've been going on about it, you can head over to metalrace.bandcamp.com and pick this album up. It is uh, it is name your price, but I swear to fucking god, if I find out that any of you took this shit for free, I will sh- I will shove my fucking dick through my computer and beat you with it. Yeah, because this uh, like I, I I will I will legitimately get mad at anyone who takes this for free because this band deserves compensation. Absolutely pay them for it. And also, you know what? I actually found a logo patch of theirs on eBay and it's coming in the mail right now. I saw that the label had those and I was really sad they were sold out. No, I actually found one. I, I noticed that too, but I went on eBay and I found one that was just their logo. It's like a six-inch patch. and ah, lucky bastard. That, and, hof- and hopefully if I make it out to Philly again, you can see it and be jealous. All right. Uh, all right. So y'all motherfuckers yeah. are now in the know. Uh, yeah. We got it's, two more two more fucking yeah. pretty big fucking releases that happened cool. uh, recently. Um Mike, did you throw this one up? Oh, no. No, I wish I did. Sam, this was you. I'm really jazzed to see this. Oh, yeah. No. Um, so y'all remember our boys in two mold. Yes, I do. Of course. Uh, oh, yeah. Dude, uh, Manner of Infinite Forms I enjoy greatly. Mm-hmm. Actually, the first top 10 I ever did, I think their first EP ended up on that. So, yeah, I, I like two mold. Two mold are a pretty fucking great band, and they've announced that they have a new album coming out called... Uh, planetary clairvoyance great fucking title so we're going to take a listen to the first single off of that album uh infinite resurrection tom Fucking tasty. Yeah. Mm. Sounds like they've changed their sound ever so slightly, too. 
Yeah, I feel like they're. I feel like this is going to be an even stronger than uh, Manner of Infinite Forms, which is saying something because that's a strong album. It's mm-hmm. honestly a little bit more raw, and I kind of dig it. A little bit more of the wall of sound sound, but it still sounds really good. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they're, they they sound like they have a little more of that onward to Golgotha thing going on, but not so much. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm fucking, uh, I'm amped to hear the rest of it. Where can, uh, where can we find this? Uh, I don't actually know if you can, uh, I don't know if you can buy the single yet. I didn't look, but uh, it might be on Bandcamp. I'm just, I'm going off of a YouTube video. All righty. Well, we will uh, make sure to, we'll make sure if, to get everyone. If I, if I find a Bandcamp link, I will, I'll tell you guys what, I will post it on the Facebook page. Right on. Yeah. Right the fuck on. Okay. I hate to fucking, I hate to be that guy, but I'm watching everyone start to struggle. <laughs> so, I'm going to move it along to the last one here. Last one. If you follow us on Facebook, you saw me post about this. I, I, yeah. Uh, I was super fucking amped last I, Wednesday when I came home, and and I saw a fucking I saw a package on the doorstep. I pre-ordered this so fucking long ago that I forgot about it. <laughs> I open up the package and I'm like, oh shit! I pre-ordered the new fucking ringworm, and yeah. then I'm like, yo, let me fucking let me fucking grab this on my phone too, and I go to throw it onto my phone. I'm like, holy shit! It's not even released yet. I got it oh. three days early. Oof. Don't you love that shit? Uh, pre-order shit, motherfuckers. Pre-order it. Uh, Ringworm. 30 fucking years into the game, and honestly, this might be their best fucking release yet, uh, it, which is insane, but they're just so fucking heavy. Uh, I won't ramble about it. Tom, why don't you let the people hear? <laughs> Yeah! 
that woke y'all up. Uh, <laughs> Man, I have slept on this band for so long, and I'm dude, kicking myself. Dude, like, uh, actually, it was uh, when we were in your apartment, um, Phil, you you said to me, you're like, yo, you need to be listening to Ringworm. Like, this yep. is right up your alley. Yep. And I threw it on. I was like, oh, fuck. Ringworm <laughs> fucking rules. And like I said, eight releases, 30 years into the fucking game, and they come out with an album that kicks your balls through your teeth. <laughs> I wasn't prepared when I uh, I went and checked it out over the weekend. I, I, it's so angry. And like, it, it's got drive just from beginning. I mean, until I got about halfway through it. Like, so, I don't I don't get into the pit as much as I used to when I was younger. When I saw Ringworm, I got into the fucking pit. Like, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're that, that type standard. of fucking band. Frank's place. I mean, wallet hit my oh. chest and he disappears. <laughs> I mean, I'm even I'm even digging on the Bride of Frankenstein cover. Oh yeah, it's real fucking cool. Everything about it is fucking beautiful. Um, if you if you fucked up and you didn't get the pre-order, you can get the album at ringworm.bandcamp.com. Uh, no silly label bullshit. Just ringworm.bandcamp.com because oh, these motherfuckers the- are kings and they know it. <laughs> like we don't need no fucking middleman. Nah. Nah. By the way, um, I did find while we were listening to that, you can in fact uh, pre-order the new Two Mold album at listen.20buckspin.com mm. and you will get the first single. Beautiful. Look at fucking Sam coming in with the fucking with the Wait, last minute save. <laughs> no, I. You know what? I I made a fuck up and I did something about it. So again, consummate professionals. I'm pretty sure we've addressed this before, but the fact that the. Uh, the vocalist of Ringworm refers to himself as the human furnace. <laughs> I is, saw that. Dude. I, I saw that vocals. in the. I saw that in the about me section. I'm like, I can't be fucking reading this right. The human furnace. Oh yeah. It's like, what is this? Mick? What is this Mickey Mouse bullshit I see before my eyes? I'm like, that's great. Though. It's fucking it's accurate. It's How did, like accurate? Imagine uh, like imagine telling someone. It's like it's like oh are you the, you're the vocals band you're like yeah I go by the human furnace like, what so look what? uh <laughs> uh thank you everyone for listening especially mm-hmm. if you stuck with us I hope you did because you should really hear these fucking releases at the end yes uh but regardless uh that has been a hundred and fifty episodes of from the pit. Uh, fthepit.com for everything you need social media this that and the other uh, download please we're really close to a major goal uh, so download download get your friends to download steal your grandmother's phone and download the episode uh, we need it and it'll help us do even more uh, if you're listening on iTunes leave us a five star we'll love you forever uh, your, your boner will be shepherded. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, patreon.com slash from the pit. If you really like what we do, uh, we do bonus episodes mm-hmm. for every fucking month and we mix it up. We give you some different shit. So, by uh, the way, again, not to, not to toot my own horn, but the, from the crypt episode that I just uploaded is honestly one of my best yet. 
Like I reviewed Ooh. some serious shit. In yeah, that and I'll be you are gonna want to fucking hear it. I'll be straight. I haven't fucking. Uh, I haven't heard them all uh, because I'm an asshole. However, I've listened to quite a few of the from the crypt episodes. Sam does an incredible. I could never fucking hold a solo podcast the way that Sam does for twenty plus minutes. Uh, and I barely do. I barely managed to do it myself. Yeah, uh, but you do it. You do it so fucking well, and you you cover nice. really really cool shit. Um, and look, uh, Sam's a fucking walking encyclopedia of metal. Uh, if you're not taking advantage of that for five dollars a month, you're out of your fucking mind. You will be cooler than all of your friends. <laughs> uh, anyway, all of that said, that wraps up episode 150 of from the pit thank you all so fucking much for following us and thank you to everyone involved uh and tom who i feel doesn't get enough mention uh we would sound like fucking garbage if not for that man Mm -hmm. uh so thank you tom for being so tolerant with our insanity and especially tonight with our drunken antics uh thank you everyone involved how many hundreds of bands how like how many hundreds of bands? How many hundreds of hours of material all recorded collectively? You know, some might some might say it's like, well, like you guys aren't huge yet, though. I'm like, yeah, but we're getting there. Yeah, like I mean, slowly, slowly but surely, does still win the race. And you know what? I'm sticking with this because it's a whole lot of fucking fun. Fucking a, buddy, yeah, and is. we will keep doing this. Believe me, if we can at this pace, with all the shit we've gone through. At this point, there's no reason for us to stop. But that does it for us here at From the Pit on episode 150. Frank? Well, it seems we have arrived at our sexy, sexy destination. (laughs) It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies.